What Happens When I? Episode number eight. What happens when I remember where I came from? So then, what happens when I remember where I came from? Well, what is a memory? What does it mean to recall a memory? What does it mean? Where I came from. Where I began is one way of looking at this. Or another way of looking at this is, and this is the way I prefer, the first time I did the things that define me. Or those moments when I gained something in myself which I've wished to carry on into the rest of my life or I have thus far carried with me. And they may be positive things or negative things. If we recall a significant situation in life where afterwards there was a change in direction or a change in outlook. Well, it might be something very good, very positive, an achievement or an experience of beauty. But it also might be something of adversary, something of struggle, something of, oh, I really don't want to go through that again. And remembering both of those really helps to put things into perspective. Like, to, to answer the question straight up, what happens when I remember where I came from? Well, I'm filled with gratitude. I'm filled with a sense that I've lived a good life. I've lived enough. And actually, this is tied in with my name, my sannyasin name, which is Dosta. And in gypsy language, Dosta means enough. And it means enough exactly in this way, as in remembering how much life has already happened. And remembering in such a way that it is filling me with a... I don't, I don't know the adjective, a, a never-ending depth of gratitude. And when I say never-ending, well, therein is actually the problem. Because it's not never-ending, because I forget. And when I forget, well, then it's up to me to remember where I came from. <laughs> if only I could. And I mean, this is a funny thing, because... I say to myself, if only I could remember where I came from. If only I could remember all that I've been through. If only I could remember all that I've done, all that I've discovered, all that's happened to me, all the places I've been, all the feelings I've had. Well, I wouldn't need much more, would I? I mean, what else would you need from a life? And it is such that you reach a certain age where you have done a lot. You have lived a lot. I mean, if you've lived, if you've got some edge, 
if you've actually gone out there and tested some things and gone on adventures. And that in and of itself is a big step to come to. It's a big realization to have. But it's funny. It's so funny how that then turns into this thing into my mind like, oh, you should always be grateful. Or you should always just remember where you've come from. And I can use that as like an excuse of, oh, I'm feeling like I'm missing out or there's something that I want to do or there's something I like or there's a desire coming up in me. When when any of that happens, I just go, oh, but remember where you came from or remember what you've done. Haven't you had enough yet? Shouldn't you remember enough And I wonder if that's too short a excuse for the magnitude of what we're trying to deal with, which is our entire life, an entire life. Like, how do you remember an entire life? And you can sum it up in a few words, or you can get into the details and write a very elaborate story. And between those, well, there's a never-ending amount of complementary grades of or increasing quality to the two. So the more details you remember, the more depth there is to your summary. And the more clear your summary, the more details it includes. So what what does it, like this is a sort of parallel question, what does it take to remember where I came from? And well, the experiential practice is self-reflection. And I define that as thinking about the things that you've done in your life. That is self-reflection. Just thinking about it. Just think about what you've done. That's all it really is. And that's distinctly different from contemplation. Contemplation is where you ask a question or you brainstorm a scenario or you have a thought experiment or you have a philosophical inquiry or a cognitive inquiry. And it could be, it could be an awareness inquiry, but an awareness inquiry is more experiential. It's more immediate experiential consciousness work. So if self-reflection is just thinking about the things you've done in the past, and then contemplation is just thinking about the questions that you've got bouncing around in your mind, well, then there's also experiential meditation, which is what's happening in the present moment. And you might narrow that like, well, watching the breath, listening to the breath. So a breathing meditation is different to contemplation, and contemplation is different to self-reflection. And yet somehow they all have the same things going on within them because they're all encompassed in that big grand term that we call experiencing reality. And writing a journal can help as well. Or writing an autobiography or 
telling a story from your life. That's also part of it. And really, that's probably the best way that I can think of to get in touch with this thing of remembering where you've come from. If you could really tell a story, because a thought, a fleeting thought, is not enough for you to open to a lasting sense of gratitude. You really have to go into it. Like You have to say, well, where did I come from? And then pick a scenario, like a life-defining scenario, and go into it with detail and go into it with an experiential component to it, which is you're saying the words, you're describing things, and then you start to relive it. So to remember where you've come from is to relive where you've come from. And the question is, well, how many different situations or where do we draw the line or do we just pick a few or where does it end? And, well, it doesn't end. Like so many things that appear to be on-off switches, they are actually never ending, ever receding or ever increasing components of our life that recede off into the distance. Or in, increase off into the distance? Can I reverse a... <laughs> can I use a spatial metaphor in an inverted way to... <laughs> I don't think there's anything in that. That's not working. Get your poetry right. Get your symbolism right. <laughs> don't mix up your metaphors, please. And I really believe that. Like, If I only could remember where I came from, that would be enough. And it really gives a a sense of, I should just be sitting down and self-reflecting more. I should just be learning how to recall the past more. And then another side of this is, well, are you just clinging to the past? Are you just trying to relive a, a better year from yonder? Is it turning into a fantasy of how good things used to be to escape from how things are now? Well, that's a tricky one. That could be the case. It's very easy to get lost in dreams and memories. It's very easy to discount what's happening now because of how good things were before. And if I inquire more and... This is still sort of an intuition or just an idea. If I really go into this further, this question of what happens when I remember the past or remember where I came from, well, I have to ask myself, how can I know where I came from? And how do we, how do we move past just this thing of picking a few significant events in life? Like what's deeper than that? Let's, let's say we've done that. Like, do we go back to our earliest memories? Do we go back to things that were from a very long time ago, as long as we can remember? And where does that, where does the line between the dream and the imagination sit in that? Like, how can we trust our minds? 
and this question, well, it implies a kind of location because this word where, remember where I came from, is different to remember what has made me as a person or remember what I've been through, which is sort of related derivatives. But if we bring it back to this core question, then we can say, well, what was the place in which I began? What was the place? And and answer this like quite literally. Like how would I answer this literally? Like what country was it in? What was the atmosphere like? Why was I there? What was I doing there? Who else were there? What was the sounds? What was the time of day? Then that adds another depth to self-reflection. That adds another detail to it. And these events, these life events, they're so easy to summarize. They're so easy to skim over and not actually have the full depth of them. Because there are so many details and the mind is lazy. The mind just doesn't want to recall them. And it takes work. It's a conscious work to do that. And I feel now, well, this is sort of just, this is all just in explanation sort of mode. This is the explanation to an answer to the question, which I have bouncing around in me. Like if I, if I try and go into it, like, or how would I answer this like a question or, or an imperative, which is remember where you came from right now. I'd say, what would I say? I'd say, well, I've had some hard times. I've had a wide range of difficulties. I've had a wide range of colorful experiences. I've also had beautiful experiences. And a lot of what has characterized them has been the feelings surrounding them very strong emotions and a lot of what's shaped me is how I think and what I say to myself in my head and I don't know how to say much more than that without actually breaking into narrative like the literal narrative of where I came from And when I remember, when I do that, when I remember where I came from, then I, then I relive it. That's really the answer to this question. What happens when I remember where I came from? Well, the memory becomes an experience. It becomes a conscious experience. Because I'm going into it voluntarily. And then for some time, that experience is bouncing around in me for some days or however long. Which is, yeah, I remember the first time I started doing this, it was really scary. Because it sort of opened me to the fact that anything that I've felt before, I can feel again. Anything that I've experienced before, I can experience again in a location and time devoid of that original experience.
And I don't know if that's normal. I don't know if that is common for people. I mean, we all have memories. We all have recurring feelings. But to actually inquire into, well, how does that work? And what does it mean? And actually make some headway into understanding how it works and then starting to see, well, I can make this work almost on cue. And it's not on cue because it's not on an off switch. It's not a simple one, two, three, go in, go out. It's complex, it's slow. And I wonder what I wonder what that means. Now I'm thinking that I don't know if like say say it's the other way around. Like say I've like like what happens when I've completely forgotten where I've come from? Like what if I'm really stuck in a finite or a less aware mood which clearly is not taking into account any of the life that I've lived so far and what's happening there well I've forgotten who I am I've forgotten what I've got I've forgotten what I've been through and when that happens well I feel frustrated. I feel like the thing that... I I feel like something's missing. I feel like there should be a way for me not to feel that way. But I don't know how. I don't know what would do that. So what happens when I forget where I've come from? It's so funny to put it like that because it seems like I, I assume that remembering where I came from is not a it's not a regular occurrence. It's like a less frequent occurrence, which would mean if we're putting this into binary, it would mean that the majority of the time I am forgetting where I came from, which means the majority of the time I'm not making the most of the experiences that I've had. Even though when you ask me honestly, I feel I'm, I'm much better than most. I feel very enriched by those experiences. And I wonder if talking about them clearly is different to experiencing them again after the fact deeply wonder if I talked about them more, these positive experiences, then I would feel a stronger connection to them. And somehow I don't think so. Somehow I think there's a clear difference in going into a memory sincerely for the purposes of reliving it and illustrating a memory to someone else to convey what it was like. Now, there is got to be some overlap if you remember it clearly and relive it, then sure, that's a much better leg up 
of explaining it than not. But I wouldn't say that by explaining it you relive or you go into that memory better. It might be just that you you change it like the like this whole thing of words. It comes back to words. And it's such a tricky thing because you can't I mean, how can you know? I mean, for, for me, right here, right now, what we're trying to do in this exact conversation is speak it forward. Use the words to increase the quality of something within a being. Words are the method. Whereas other times words can confuse or words can dilute or words can collapse they can collapse a memory or they can shut out a experience or a, what do we say a not a, like what's the experiential component of memory they shut out the feeling they shut out the memory the feeling of the memory or however we want to talk about it So what happens when I remember where I came from? I really don't want to let go of this thing of, oh, it gives me great gratitude, a deepening sense of gratitude. Like I can see now that I've been using that at least partly as an excuse or as something that's been on repeat for too long. And I either need to, well, sincerely do that and do that more doubly and really go into that as a hypothesis and say, well, where's your gratitude then? Show us your gratitude. Or I, need to, I need to be saying that to myself. I need to be holding myself up to that. Or I need to let this go and just say, well, look, I can't remember the past. And that's not how I'm going to have my lasting sense of gratitude. That's not going to be my solution long-term going on for whatever it is that is difficult for me in my life at any time, at this time or whenever. So let me circle back to, well, what if I can't remember where I've came from, come from, where I came from? Well, it's so funny in that because we can say, well, you can't remember because you can't because you're not capable. Or do you mean you can't in the sense of it's not possible for anyone and you're trying to do the impossible? I mean, it's definitely possible to remember the narrative. We all have a memory. I think there's 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 two things which is the depth of a memory and the point where the memory breaks down into nothingness and both of those are essential for a rich inner world which means enrich the memory understand the memory and go into the memory and then also know at a certain point that 
the the boundary between memory and reality or the dream world and the real world will dissolve can you remember when you were born can you remember your past lives or can you remember where you were before you were born And we could, well, we could put the historical stamp on this. That's another angle for this. Remember where you came from historically. What do the history books say about your birth and time and place? But I don't think that will get us far. I don't think that really helps with much of what we're saying here. I mean, maybe, yeah, you can get a sense of gratitude from history. There's no doubt about that from studying history. But here I'm really trying to get more at this thing of memory. It could also be this thing of an appreciation of the past feeding into an appreciation of the future. As if to say, if I remember where I came from, I can have a sense of realizing that back then I had no idea how things would turn out, which means that right now I would have no idea how things are going to turn out. And if I could make that connection, well, then I could not worry so much about the future. I could not be so hung up about or invested in the future making plans so this idea of remembering where I came from is not only just going back there but it's also connecting it to now it's contrasting things to now and it would be a fool's errand to say well therefore there went to here so here then goes to there like it's not a question of calculating for the future it's not and i it's not an it's not a game of predicting the future it's more a game of just relinquishing all of it altogether it's a game of letting go and not worrying so much and i don't know how that ties in like with making plans like I, I've yet to been able to reconcile these two of letting go and trusting fate and also making plans maybe they're irreconcilable maybe it just has to be one or the other and these days to be honest I tend to err to err more on the side of just trusting and not having much plans for the future i'm very open very much compared to how i was in the past and maybe that's why because i remember where i came from because so much has changed i assume that things will change a lot more again and that's comforting It's comforting when I can let go of that. 
I mean, there's always this funny joke of <laughs> so far, so good, right? We made it this far after all we've been through. And I think there's actually an Osho joke about that where he says there's there's people on a plane and the plane begins to, to go down and, and everyone's like, oh, we're going to crash. And there's an Osho meditation person there, a sannyasin there. And everyone's sort of, oh, we're going to die. And the, the, the sannyasin is, turns to his person next to him and says, so far, so good. <laughs> I think there's a few different versions of that. There's another version where they fall off a cliff. Like two people fall off a cliff. And on the way down, the sannyasin says, so far, so good. <laughs> I don't know if that's, that's some pretty hardcore let go of the future. <laughs> I don't know if I'm quite there. But yeah, I'm always, I think I'm always going to have, at least for some time more, I'm always going to have a very big thing in me, which is remember the past. Remember where you came from. Experientially, narratively, if that even is a word. Is that a word? Psychologically, that's a very important component for me. And well, putting it putting it under review has well, it's it's shifted some things. I can feel small, very small shifts occurring in this conversation. And I wonder what further down the track looks like. Like, what, what does it mean for an older me to answer the question, what happens when I remember where I came from? Well, that would be that older person remembering how I am now. And it might be that, well, he says, you're on the right track. Good work. I like to think so. Would I say that about my younger self? Well, no. Not exactly. I mean, what I would say to my younger self, that's a bit tricky. That's a, that's a deep one. Guess I would say, well, I wouldn't be able to say if he was on the right track or not. Because I wouldn't know if the things that, like what it was that made things turn out the way they did. I guess the main thing would be to say, well, enjoy it while you can. Enjoy the ride as you go along. Which I guess I should take my own advice now and, well, don't remember too much where I came from. <laughs> Just be in the present So maybe it is all just a big distraction from the present. And I just love the past so much. I love my memories. Very fond memories. So that's what happens 
when I remember where I came from. <laughs>